So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What we're up to today, folks, is holy shit, there is a recession coming. Holy shit. Well, things are happening. What are we going to do? If you guys have been listening to the show for the last seven, eight years, I've been telling you about the only recession-proof business model. <laughs> the problem has been like, if you guys have been listening and taking my advice or not, and I told you the only recession-proof business model in real estate is your database because people are still going to move. And unfortunately, we've been spoiled over the last two years because let's be honest, this business was very, 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 very easy. Um, but it's about to get real and it's about to get hard. And the only recession-proof business model, when shifts happen, this is my third one, guys. I've done this for 20 fucking years. Listen to what I'm telling you, okay, is your database. They will feed you all the time. The problem about 80% of the population is going to have right now in the real estate agent communities, and none of them marketed their database. Quite frankly, most of their database don't even know who the hell they are. And now you're going to be struggling because you never took the time to build that database or nurture it effectively because you've been converting so many damn Zillow leads instead of building a brand people know, like, and trust. So what we're doing today is we brought on two gentlemen out of the KC market. These guys are broker owners. They base their entire brokerage just on referral generation. And there's two different ways we can attract business or generate business. Either we chase it and prospect it, which is where about 10% of business comes from, or we could attract it and generate it and manufacture it. And that comes from the people you already know, like, and trust or know, like, and trust you. So they built all that brokerage around database marketing, referral marketing. I thought it'd be a really good episode because this is the recession-proof business model, folks. What's going to happen in the next six months, depending on your market, is that some people are going to lose their jobs. The recession is coming, and that means people are going to lose jobs. And someone's going to need to have a problem for them. They're going to result to the first person they come into contact with. Most times, it's someone they know. If it's you or not, I don't know. But what also is going to happen is the cost of living is going through the roof. The affordability in California just came out yesterday, 17% index. That's insane. That's why everyone's getting the hell out of here. So we have a lot of things in the economy that are going to happen, and people are going to need help. And I'm not saying doom and gloom because shifts are when you big is when you build your brand, you make the most amount of money if you niche down. The only niche that I'm telling everyone to do is their database. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our guests, Mr. David Casey and Ryan Kelly with Casey oh, no. First Real Estate out of Kansas City. What's up? Let's guys? go. <laughs> I love that introduction, man. 17% inflation in California. Is that what you said? No, 17% consumer affordability index. It's the lowest oh, it's ever okay, been in, gotcha. the, in the history Oof, of wow. the state, meaning that only 17%, I believe how it's right, is only 17% of people can actually afford to live here. Sheesh. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, you got to get out of there, man. I mean, anybody living in California, that's tough. That's Come tough. to Kansas City. It's, it's so tough. Does Kansas, Kansas City, City, can I, does Kansas City have palm trees? Does Kansas City have a beach in sand I could ride my bike to? You got to bring your own. If, if so, I'm in. We got oceanfront <laughs> property in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a murky lake. That's what it is. It's the inside of your garage and the back wall is painted and there's a big ocean there and you guys drink beers and stare at it all day. Right? Oh, exactly. But if you love sports, partying and barbecue, that, that's us. Yeah, so, I, hey, uh, I'm Midwest. I like there. it. Yeah, so guys, I love what you said earlier about the recession proof with marketing your database. Video content is definitely where it's at. Um, we, that's how we built our brand really off of 
just past clients, referrals and all that other stuff. I remember uh, the first time I was targeted to uh, your Facebook ad, Mike, and generating leads from your referrals and your SOI. Uh, that's when I connected with Mike. But man, it's been it's been life changing, just marketing straight to your database, your sphere of influence, uh, past clients. Hell, I couldn't I couldn't get a, a sphere of influence person to use me for nothing until I started using video content and marketing to those people. It's because yeah. I started thinking you were somebody. That's what happens <laughs> That's with exactly everything. Right. Um, so you guys own a brokerage in Kansas City. And um, I don't even know if I just introduced you. It's David Casey, Ryan Kelly. You guys are the broker owners in Kansas City. And you guys right. have how many agents now? Uh, we're approaching 80 agents. Okay. And 80 agents. Your, your guys' unique selling proposition that you attract your agents with. And you guys attract everyone. You're not like buying agent leads. You're not like knocking on their doors, are you? People are just showing up. No. You're attracting them. Yes. Some way you attracted business when you're uh, in production. Exactly. Um, so you guys base your whole market on database marketing. So I like it. And that's basically that your thing, right? It is. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's very correct. I think too, it's uh, you know, a lot of new agents when they get in this industry, they don't really know where to start. Um, and for us, I, like we grew up together, so we have a good chemistry. At least we, we can almost finish each other's sentences most of the time. And um, but like growing up, we were kind of the partiers in high school. So that always networking was our big thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always knew on like a Friday or Saturday night, you come over to my house and it's going to be popping. And sneak, sneak the beers in the basement. Don't tell mom. Oh, go right exactly. Through the mom. Go right through the window well. Exactly. Uh huh. Yep. And so, Spot uh, on. so, you know, <laughs> like we, we uh, drifted apart after high school. I went military. He went uh, to college and worked at a Ford plant. And then when we came back together and merged as a team in Kansas City, uh, we leaned right back on events. I mean, it, it's, it's so, so underutilized in this industry is, is like, I, I would summarize it as like an event based strategy to grow your business. And I just want to reduce the friction uh, between the consumer and myself as a professional and how I can service them. And what better way to break the boundaries is come to my party, have some drinks and let's talk shop. I mean, make yep. it very casual and easy. So we built a whole model around that. And you guys did how many, when you guys were in production, how many events were you doing um, a year? Uh, for sure, monthly seminars. Yeah, um, they could have been live video on Facebook. They could have been in person. You know, we did a little bit of transitioning there during COVID, but mm -hmm. um, it, we always had something uh, like so. We advertise. You do weekly open houses. That's an event if you do it right. Uh, monthly seminars, and then you do quarterly events for and your the, clients. And those events, like we leveraged on the Ford plant because Ryan he worked there for a while. Mm -hmm. It's a union um, a deal, so everybody's pretty tight knit. Um, we wanted to crack the code on how do we, you know, get embedded in that community and capture most of the business that's occurring. Shit, you not our first year, we were able to extract 1% out of 7,500 people that work there. We literally sold 75 of them a home mm -hmm. so, based off of marketing to the database. Yeah. And when you're, let's define marketing to the database because most people and agents are going to be like, Hey, well, I need to fucking talk about real estate. Like, I got to talk oh, about yeah. these interest rates and all that. Like, what's the content you guys are talking about? What, what does marketing my database mean? Yeah, it, we got really tactical. Um, Ryan jumped on that group. He friended everybody he could. So, yeah, they had their uh, special KCAP page, went to the members, added everybody on Facebook. Now I had, once they added me back, I was able to push out that video content, um, invite them to the events and... Yeah, it was awesome. Well, then also what, what you can do as well, when they accept your friend request, you can ask them to like your personal Facebook page or your professional. 
and then run boosted posts to friends and friends of friends. So we would get some static billboard style ads. We'd, yeah. put, we'd put like a couple bucks a day behind it. And just, we just knew when they were scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, they'd see our faces popping up, That's start you your home buying journey here, home selling. And we didn't expect anybody to click on that or reach out to us because of that. But we wanted just to ingrain in their, in their head that we are real estate in Kansas city. And then, so now when we invite them to things, I mean, it's just, it's butter on toast. Low pressure. Mm-hmm. Come, Here's a, Come sell me. I think the um, problem that everybody has is they don't know how to carry on a conversation without talking about work when the purpose yeah. of carrying it on has everything to do with it work. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and it's like, like, I would be like, like, if you just, I use this example all the time in the show, but it's like, if you like, don't talk to your significant other, like you're gonna get divorced. Like it's just what happens, Yeah, you know, like, well, if you don't talk with your database, they're going to divorce you too. And they're going to cheat on you with another realtor. So you can't not talk to them, but how you talk to them is extremely important too, because you can't right. just always be selling your shit. Like, look, I, I get you're in real estate guys. Like shut the fuck up. I don't <laughs> yes. care about interest rates, right? That's what people will say. And that's why no one wants right. to read your interest rate or your market update emails. That's crap content. Market updates. I, I, there's a place for, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. is that something that's going to really like make your database? Like, are you going to get a lot of engagement on that stuff? No, because we just have to nurture and, and just remind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's well good. You guys are, so look, let's look at their marketing plans. Let's dig down deep on this. Uh, I'm guessing this is what you guys are teaching. Tell me if I'm right or not, but yeah. uh, weekly open houses. When they're at the open house, they're doing a, a live, they're doing stories, they're doing pictures. They're, they're sharing all that shit and reminding their networks and all their channels that there's an open house. They're probably circle prospecting and hitting the whole neighborhood, notifying all them there's an open house because your goal is right. to have them have a couple conversations a day. Um, the second part is they're doing these uh, monthly seminars. So there's the authority. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, we're doing a monthly seminar. It's not if they show up. Who cares if someone shows up? The right. fact that you're doing a seminar already tells me you're an expert. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing a seminar. Correct. Ryan, do you know how to cook? Uh, I got to watch something, but yeah, absolutely. You right. do know how to cook? I can cook straight in the air Hot fryer, dogs, hamburgers, you got, air fryer. You, you know how to play yeah. croquet. I, I do not. Okay. So if you got on and started playing croquet for five videos in a row, I guarantee you, everyone thinks you're a fucking professional croquet player. Oh, a Very thousand true. percent. That's how, you know, I'll tell you this right now, Mike, whenever Ryan first got into real estate, I said, bro, I promise you two weeks of posting videos every single day you will become the real estate guy in your market. And this was back in 2017 because I was doing that in Phoenix, Arizona. I had all my friends in Kansas City hitting me up saying, can you sell my house? My buddies yeah. that I was in the military with, hey, I'm in Alaska, bro. Can you help me out? All because I was posting videos every day. And then he did it and it literally like overnight. So we're chasing yeah. attention. Do you know when I first realized Facebook was like a big lead source? It's 2011 and we we're crushing short sales at that time. And this is like, Facebook was still a lot of text. Video wasn't on it yet. But I remember uh, I was did an event in Scottsdale and there's like 200 people in the room. And the night before the event, I just did this as a test. Like I said, um, something about short sales. And at that time in the market, 33 or 32% of the market was underwater nationwide. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it was literally one in three people owned a house fucking needed your help. That's why we dominated. No one else knew how to do it. We're the only shop in town. Um, and um, I realized like, holy crap, everyone here lives somewhere. Everyone here is moving. It's, it's just a numbers game, you guys. Right. Let's break down the numbers on the gurus. The gurus tell me when I pick up the phone and cold call, whatever guru you're listening to, the guru is going to say, hey, you're one more no from your next yes. Pick up that phone and call. How many of your agents can actually pick up a phone and call? Because that shit still works. It's the problem is that no one has the balls to do right. it or no one wants to do it. Right. Mike, work works. 
and people, they're just afraid to do the work. I mean, if you just lean back on the tried and true method, you will get a piece of business from it. Now, are you being as tactical as you could be? Maybe not, but I mean, just grabbing the hammer and swing and you're going to get something Yeah, for sure. That, that's what prospecting is. It's the grind, but no one ever lasts because they burn out. Right. No one wants rejection. But when we're talking about marketing our brand, it's really the same thing because that's a mathematical formula, right? You throw enough shit at the wall. Eventually you're going to figure out what the ROI is and then you know what your numbers are. Yeah. Well, let's share the ROI with marketing your database, folks, because it is also mathematical. The number one reason I believe why people don't market their database is because they don't know how to attach an ROI to it. And therefore they never measure the effectiveness of the content they're creating. We are huge on numbers and P&Ls and you're 100% right. When we start started doing that accounting, we look back on what actually worked. We we're spending, you know, thousands of dollars. And it was like, oh, it's sphere of influence. It's Ford employees. It's our events. It's our Facebook content. It's our buyer seminars. It wasn't postcards, uh, $1,500 on billboards and Zillow and all that other stuff. That's the ego I had, stuff. Mm -hmm. I had clients coming in, knocking on the door saying, just list me. Why the hell am I going to take that Zillow phone call? Yeah. That's how I got. So why is it that we feel like we're accomplishing some just because we're buying leads, even though we're not following up with them? Dude, it's that instant yeah. gratification. It's crazy. You feel like that's what you should do. I think that's where it really comes down to. I can't tell you how many people I've seen, even people that we've worked with. Um, I won't name any names, but I have someone that we are working with and we only shot one video and like, oh, then they saw another shiny object and then they went to go buy a bunch of leads. I can guarantee you, you are getting your ass kicked right now because the time that that happened, and I'm not like talking shit, I'm just being honest. Like you're going to go and you cannot, when a market shifts like this, the numbers all change. So what's going to happen, my guess is there's a shitload of teams getting their ass kicked this month and next month. The ones that are spending the 20, 30, 40 K a month on lead gen, because what happened is, is that the market has changed. That means your ROI has changed because you cannot rely on those exact numbers still because the buyer sentiment changed. So if you were converting at 20% in the previous market, you're not doing that anymore because the sentiment has changed. Therefore, you cannot rely on ROI for direct cold marketing in a shift like this. But the, R, the ROI for warm or referral marketing is very simple, guys. 10 to 15% of your people move this year. 10 to 15% of the people on your Facebook feed, your IG feed, your LinkedIn followers, your email list, your direct mail, 10 to 15% of people that you walk across in the grocery store. 10 to 15% of the kids, parents at the soccer's games, at your kids' soccer's games, at the gym that you walk through, that you drive by. That's the number. The business has always been right in front of us. Most yeah. don't know it yet. In this recession, there's going to be a lot of people going to have to move. They don't know it yet. Trust me. So really, if you've got a thousand folks that know you, like you, and trust you, I mean, you're converting 100 to 150 people. Well, you're not converting them yet because most of them don't know what you do yet until no. they do, yeah, which I, is why you create content. You but can get no, a there's thousand a, people though. That's there's well, 100 to 150 opportunities in there. Yeah. yeah. Now, and when you close to the numbers, I, I, I've been uh, told this for a long time. You get 2,000 people in your database, you should have a million-dollar business if yeah. it's nurtured effectively. If they all know what you do. Correct, because those are the numbers. Now, here and here's the other half, though. But And when most people, when they market their database, they do it for their direct business. No, because 100% of the 1,000 people you just mentioned have a referral for you. Yeah. Because everybody knows someone who's moving this year. Exactly. So when you chase referrals, you naturally attract direct. Right. It's when you chase sales, you don't attract anyone because everyone knows you're just on a soapbox selling your shit. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, that's why we were so heavy on events, because you get so tired of sending that same message out of, hey, I'm in real estate. Do you need to buy a house? Do you need to sell your house? 
I mean, go through your Facebook message thread and see how many times you sent that to the same person and they keep ignoring it. Yeah. They turtle at that point. People so actually do that. Like people yeah. actually Facebook messenger and just cold call people. Hey, do you need to buy a house? Like yeah. you guys are doing that. Don't ever do that again. You know, Please don't and, ever do that. And that's why like, I, I want that random coffee shop interaction where I find somebody who I maybe went to high school with or a past client or a friend of a friend. And they say, oh, hey, what's going on? And then it casually comes up that maybe they're looking to buy a house. And instead of me jumping straight into sales mode of talk to my lender, which I could obviously do that if that's what they want to do. Hey, I'm doing a seminar this week. You should probably tune into it or come by. We have some, we're giving away gift cards, bring your friends, food, yeah. bring some friends. Like it's going to be a good time. Come hang out and learn about real estate. That's, that's more of the sales pitch. It's good. Well, and it's more about the touches. Like, I don't care if they show up to your event. The fact's like, oh no, my no. God, David's having an event. That guy must be doing something right. Maybe I'll, yeah, I don't mind the market yet, but I'll take mental note of that. In there every month. So if you miss this month, come next month. No big deal. We're always doing it. Low pressure. You know, if you ever read the book, Seven Levels of Communication, they, they talk about this and it's- Michael Mayer. It, it's exactly it. Out of KC. And, uh, and so, you know, it's Mayer's all about- from KC? Michael Mayer? Like, yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was like Leewood or yeah. the Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas, somewhere around there. And um, yeah, we actually did a, a, a like a little one-on-one -on -one with him with our company and man, the nuggets he dropped. It's all about the invite um, at the event is cool. You know, bring in some all the invite, ones, 100%. Uh, but then it's a follow-up to the people who showed oh, sorry up. Sorry, you couldn't make it, you know? Yeah. So let's do, uh, you're exactly right. Uh, when I was in Chicago, we used to have these mega events. Um, the, the largest one I ever had, I think had 850 people show. It's not bad. And we would rent a nightclub out because the nightclubs didn't have a kitchen to close down. So it was the cheapest. And that would sponsor the liquor in from uh, my girlfriend at the time worked at Bacardi or something. So anyways, I had all this shit paid for and I had all of our vendors, but we would have 800 people. And the reason why we would, uh, that we did that twice in a row, two years in a row. And the reason why we did the events wasn't for who showed up. It was for all the touches around it. Mm -hmm. Because I know when we're doing an event, we sent out direct mail piece. So did all 15 of our agents. Then all 15 of our agents sent out email pieces. Then we ran ads even for the event. And then once we were at the event, we shook hands, kissed babies. And then when we were done with the event, we sent them back the video from the event of the time that they missed. And then we repurposed the whole damn thing. And you get a bunch of video footage from the event. You get a bunch of testimonials. There's just so much content there. But you're right. I would get business from it every damn time. And we would spend about 15K on these things. It was our out-of-pocket. But it penciled in like 60, 90 days. Yeah. Because of how many connections that you have there. And uh, I would get, some of the agents would invite some of their clients um, and it was my event and they didn't sponsor it. I ended up selling their client shit. They forgot who they were. They never, they, they just ran in there from a friend of a friend. And they're like, Oh, I remember went to one of your events today. They're invited from a friend of a friend of a friend. And all of a sudden they became a client. Yeah. This is about attention folks. This is all this is attention, 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 attention. Mm -hmm. So let's get into, you guys have an agent accelerator program in your office and I'm actually going to Kansas city. When am I going to Kansas city? We're pumped. August 4th, August okay. 4th. August 4th. We're going to be having an event in Kansas city. So if you're in there, you guys can go to that event. If you're in the area or if you want to fly in, that's cool. But um, why don't you, what we're focusing on is this whole agent accelerator uh, program. Exactly. Um, walk me through it. How does it work? What do we do? Um, how, what is agent accelerator? Yeah. Agent accelerator is we basically dissected uh, what worked in our business, how we were able to get 30 closings stacked into one month as a team during a pandemic, uh, our tried and true principles. And then we're bringing in some heavy hitters as well that are growing massive offices, running powerful teams, um, and really getting after it, national speakers as well. Um, and they're going to open up their playbook. We're going to take you from day one agents to even seasoned vets and show you how you can implement these practices into your business and, and crush it in your local market. It's going to be an awesome event. Um, we're going to have a lot of uh, content around it as well. So you're going to get some free resources from each of the speakers too. 
uh, downloadable PDFs, things you can implement in your business right away. Uh, th this event, um, it it's very cheap considering the amount of information and knowledge you're going to get. Uh, if you don't get that much value from this event, you didn't show up. <laughs> you didn't show up. You're not implementing. You weren't paying attention. You should be able to get at least one piece of business for sure uh, with some of the tips and tricks that are going to be shown here. It's going to be a lot of fun. I like it. Get your tickets. Let's go into uh, some of the topics we're going to be chatting about. I want to know specifically on how you guys work the system. Like if I'm an agent in Kansas City, right, yeah. and I come into your guys, what does uh, your system look like? What are the touches? Let's break it down. Yeah. So, I mean, it really depends on if you're brand spanking new. I mean, it's the basics. It's like, uh, do you have a Facebook? <laughs> yeah. um, are, are, like, do you have a friend group? Like, where, where can we start pulling business from? Because like you said, uh, we grew our business off of referrals, people that know us, like us and trust us. And then we parlayed that into friends of friends and then an outer circle of that. So we got to know where you're starting from first, because not everybody's exactly the same, mm -hmm. but bare bones right off the bat. You need a website and CRM. You need a funnel that you can capture clients through. I call these mousetraps. Um, we just need to get you into a rhythm. So hook you up on our website, CRM, show you how to run some free Facebook posts online. Let's get some passive uh, buyers rolling through just some Facebook messages, people to practice on essentially. Um, what, what a secondary, we're, yeah, we're doing scripts. I'm going to get you inside of a house, a vacant home. You're going to start doing some home tours. Let's get you comfortable opening doors, showing off properties and demonstrating to your sphere of influence within that first two weeks. Hey, I'm in real estate. I'm taking it serious. I'm excited about it. And I'm here to help. So, so you guys things force them to create content. In a sense, you absolutely have to. We'll pull out the camera right in front of them. Hey, it's showtime. Go. Yeah. Like we it. need to get them out of their own head and we need to just get them comfortable just being in promotion mode. Because at the end of the day, we're marketers. This is a contact sport. If yeah. you're going to stay in your turtle shell and not come out, I'm sorry. This is going to be a very rough industry for you. Uh, like it's, it's going to be tough. What's a better way to learn your scripts and how to talk to people to convert them through video? Like when you do that through video, you learn your pitch, you learn exactly what you're pitching and then when you talk to real live people you've already been through it i like it so th um, those are some of the basics you know we can start there and then just start building off of that we got tactical strips we want scripts we want you to message certain things to your entire database you need to have some type of intro to that you're uh hey now i'm a real estate agent um a, a tip for some of these agents too that work really well those um welcome to the office posts those ones where love those. you get tons of shares, your whole family, you know, bloodline loves it, shares it, comments on Engagement. it, all your high school friends. Yes. I mean, some agents will roll in here um, not knowing what to do, um, but they'll have 400 likes, loves, and comments on their posts. That's Those are your raving fans right there. Mm -hmm. Hit every single one of them up. And, you know, it's not the typical... Hey, uh, like if you know anybody or, you know, it's not, it's not your typical hammer real estate agent. Let me know if you want to, uh, buy or sell a house. It's a little more specific. And so the message that we think you should send out right up front. And if you know a better one, I'd love to hear it, but it's worked out well for us is, um, Hey, with, uh, inventory being so low, we have some buyers, uh, that are looking to find a home. If you know anything off market, please let me know or know of anybody looking to sell. It's some variation of that. But it's A, uh, showcasing the fact that you have some type of buyer pool and B, that you're trying to find off-market homes for them going the extra mile. And if they know of anybody, to let me know. And you're not asking for direct business. No. Uh, one of our brand new agents- Are they getting contact info on that point? Um, at that point, um, I think we just let the conversation unfold, but usually it's people you already know. 
So yeah. it, it should be like a friend or like, yeah, you know, totally. your sister or something like that. Email, phone number, put them in the database. And so we actually had one yeah, of our newer agents. Totally she little. got, she got three listings from that one yeah. Um, yeah. message blast. And that's just easy because it's, um, well, it, let's, it's, let's do the math on it. All right. So let's go back to Guruville. Yeah. Where's your next yes from your next no? Right. Uh, well, it's 10 to 15% of people are moving directly, but 100% of people have a referral for you. So you're right. What you'll see naturally is that one out of 10 calls, one out of 20 calls mm-hmm. um, will be people probably moving directly in the next few months. Because remember, out of that 10 to 15%, most don't know they're moving yet this right. year. There's going to be life situations that happen. So that's why that number is always cut in half. But 100% of the people have a referral for you. I used to do something similar, um, but I would just invite them to a party. And I would just, even if I didn't have the party, Yes. Yeah. Like I loved the whole reason I had parties was just to build a database. I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? I haven't talked to you in a while. Hey, what's your address? What's your email? I'm sending you this party. We're going to get everyone together. I haven't seen you in a while. Then you go, what are you having a party for? Oh, it's my real estate company. Um, And then there goes the end. Like that one always worked very well. And because no one ever says no to a party invite. And then when at the party, you'd have to sign in. So we would get the direct mail and then we'd have a raffle for it. So I would get direct mail, build a direct mail list. Everyone signs in with an email list. And then all of that shit just gets retargeted for, for life, um, essentially. But yeah, you just have to have that initial excuse of value mm-hmm. and uh, start the conversation off. Because if you don't own the data, like if you don't have an email address, if you're not friends with them on Facebook, if you don't have their phone number, mm-hmm. you can't market them, can you? No, you can't. And I love that, that party event, because then it, it parlays into you should be sitting in an open house right away. Get some reps in. Um, go tour some open houses if you're uncomfortable, see how other agents are doing it. They're probably pretty lazy. Got three signs out total. If that, the door's probably shut. It be, that, that would be me right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully no one shows up. I'm just going to make some video content. Yeah, I, was, I was just hoping no one would show up. I'm like, Hey, no one's showing up. I'm going to sit out here and smoke a hitter and hope no one comes in the wall, comes in the, uh, in the door. That, that was me when I was 25 years old. <laughs> our, uh, our mega open houses, man, we would, we would, uh, door knock and flyer drop the neighborhood, promote, ev- uh, promote it aggressively. Um, when Snack- he had a 60 foot gorilla outside of one of his open That's good. houses, I like that. bag tossed in the front yard, we're grilling, uh, cooking hot dogs for people. We get 20 to 40 people roll through that's um, cool. neighbors. I've seen a lot of people do like taco events and that would be really fun. Like do like a, a world, a WWF event in the front yard of an open house. And just let oh, two guys yeah. out there wrestling or just have like sumo wrestlers in front of an open house, just in the grass. So let them sumo wrestle and just have an open house. What the fuck? Who cares? Like exactly. that's the stuff that people look at and they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> That's oh my it. God. Oh, the realtors, the realtors that had that sumo wrestler at the house. Yep. See, there's gotta be that one thing that they yes. make the connection with. It has to be. Yeah. That's huge. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I closed my biggest deal, uh, from door knock or from open houses by doing an AirPods giveaway. Um, it was like a $780,000 buy. The um, only, the person that won was the unrepresented buyer who was serious. <laughs> oh, really? They won, the, yeah, they won the AirPods. It was amazing. <laughs> we picked it out of a hat and there was like 30 names and they're all the same person. I mean, you could go crazy with this stuff. That's yeah. why I love open houses. You can build, you can really hype an event up, get a whole neighborhood involved. And if you do it consistent enough, you're going to become the authority. So your open houses, though, you're making an event out of it. Is it Absolutely. Okay, yeah, so let's go into that a little bit more. It's not just an open house. Let's go through some more examples. This is fun. So you're creating an event. Okay. I didn't catch that first time. It's not just an open house. It's an event open house. So there's either like a taco truck or something different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, like we would do these repetitively 
um, every week. It was, there's a flow. Monday, we were following up with Open House doing the giveaway and we'd do the raffle live and I'd go give it to him and do a picture. And then we roll into Tuesday, kind of game plan for the next one. Wednesday, I'm locking down the Open House. This is when homes were sitting a little bit longer too. Yeah. Um, and then Thursday or Friday, I'm flyer dropping. I'm doing some type of promotion, getting out there in the streets. And then um, come Friday or the actual day of the open house, whether it's a Saturday or Sunday, um, we're putting a lot of promotion behind it. Uh, oh, I, I missed Friday. I'm shooting some promo videos for the giveaways I'm doing. Targeted ads. So, so short little like six second video clips. Stop by my open house to win this free Amazon gift card. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Hey, you want to win a free Amazon gift card? Well, you got to stop at the open house at one, two, three, Cherry Lane. Exactly. We do some of those. I would uh, target those before Facebook had to open up your real estate ads to 15 miles. You could do them to really condense ratio or yeah. radius. And uh, we would do those um, and just try to get as creative as possible and just make it fun. Um, and so, yeah, we, like I call it running for mayor. So anytime I do one of those, I, I deploy that strategy That's as good. if I'm running for office in that neighborhood. Um, but yeah, That's, that's a, just one of the events. That's just one of them. And then the monthly seminars are probably like food. Um, are they do where are they doing these monthly seminars? Your agents they do them at the office, or they do them in their house. What are they doing? Are they doing Popeye dinners? Is. Like what are the yeah, we would do them at the office. The number one trick that we had found had so much success for one of our buyer seminars. I mean, we had our vendors there and they're like, Hey guys, we come to these a lot. If no one shows up, no hard feelings, we'll just hang out. Literally had a line out the door. The tactic that we had used was we created an event on Eventbrite, monthly seminars for buyers. We would copy that link and we would pay, post it, all of our friends on Facebook, man, could you like and share this page? And then they share it on their Facebook page. They would get interactions. We'd have like 65 shares. And then you just take that little link, you send it to your database on, uh, well, we use uh, Chime Technologies at the time, but you send it out as a mass text mass email with a little video. Hey, we, we help so many buyers answer their questions in this crazy Touch market. points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, whenever we're sending this out to our friends and, and all that stuff, we're never asking them to come. We're saying, can you share this? Can you promote this? And then letting the conversations unravel naturally. You we're, get 46 shares. You're going to have some people. You know, show it, up. it's like the analogy. I, I heard Grant Cardone say this once, but he's like, you know, in sales, you have a choice to either be Rambo with the, with the 50 cal blasting down trees in the woods, shooting at everything, <laughs> or you could be the predator and, and, you know, people, they think they want to be Rambo, just shouting, asking for the sale, like yeah. closing them hard. When in reality, you want to be that person that sneaks up right behind them. They didn't even see you yeah. all the, all the asks, all the, Hey, do you know this person? All that. Whenever it comes time for that person to make a decision, you never ask them directly, but they've, you've been in contact so casually, yep. they're thinking of you. And now in that aspect, you're the predator. And, um, and that's how I believe you should be marketing. So there's a constant or a consistent theme here, and it's um, three words long. It's the center of attention. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Be the center of attention amongst your database. We would and have people that we were so consistent with the follow-up and stuff. They would feel bad if they used another realtor. They'd be like, ah, oh, Ryan, sorry, but you know, my sister, she was a realtor. So I hope there's no hard feelings. Hey, absolutely get it. It happens. Do you know anyone oh, else that would use us? Oh, oh, oh you're yeah. nice. You're nice. I'd be like, what? What the, <laughs> what did you just do to me? Uh-huh. No, Mike, I language. You know, we, we had to make one of our core values relationships <laughs> first because, yeah. man, we, we went through so many different like struggles with people using other agents or 
or not even that, but like, uh, like just deals falling apart and just things just going crazy or haywire. Cause when you're closing a lot of volume, I mean, you get everything. And so our motto was relationships first. So any of those situations, it's like, Hey, cause nobody wants to feel bad. Like, you know, they already feel bad. Like the example Ryan was using. So if we come at and we combat, you know, somebody who feels like they don't want to talk to us right now because they should have used us, but they didn't. And they don't want to tell us, but they do. And then we come at them and we're aggressive. We're aggressive. We're using aggression as uh, as our tool in that moment. It's just not going to create a win at all. We're like, hey, congratulations. Great house. Who else do you know? We already took the L. We already took the L on the chin. We don't need to make it a worse situation. So how can we extract something good out of this? It's good. That can benefit us. Because I, I, wouldn't, I would not have that patience. Personally, um, I, yeah, I, had, yeah, right. I had a good friend of mine before I left Chicago. I had a... Um, good friend of mine. Now we're friends again, but we weren't for a couple of years. And then one of my other like best friends who I trained into real estate right. backdoored me with my other best friend. And then they didn't tell me about it until after I saw the closing at $750,000. I was like, bro, you guys, first I trained you. I've sold you four houses. How did this happen behind my back? Yeah. Um, and I remember that day and I was like, dude, you're, I got, I get, I get pissed about that kind of stuff, but I don't handle that. Well, how you guys handle it is how you should do it. Yeah. I mean, dude, we just go on offense. Like yeah. I want to prove you so wrong in that decision. I'm going to be the, the real estate celebrity now. And the number one thing that I've learned in this business is you want to create more people working for you than against you. Like if you got that one person working against you, I mean, you're taking a loss times 10. How, how do they uh, say like one good review gets shared twice, but a bad review gets shared 10 times or something like that? There was a post in, a, I think it was in Lab Coats or maybe Real Closers the other day of an agent um, on this exact topic, similar. And they were like, I'd like to say the situation was um, a seller uh, canceled the contract and they're a buyer or something. And the agent still went after him for the commission. And oh, it, they should have, they should have just chalked it up and left, you know, but they were like, no, I worked hard for this money. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, the negative publicity just on you putting this on Facebook, yet alone um, their database, like that one person who talks bad about you will cost you a lot more um, then it felt good talking bad about them. Exactly. Absolutely. So we just, you know, we, we scream internally. We're in, we close the door. We're like, what the fuck? And then we're like, all right, we got that out. Okay. Let's just ask, how do we extract the win? It's like that agent that goes on a listing appointment. And because instead of they don't want to take a 6% commission, they do a, a, like, like the buyer or seller wants a 4% and they walk away from it when they've already done 95% of the work. Yeah. That was me too. Bro, just put a sign in the yard, get it under contract and collect your little bit of coins and just move on. Or you're you already did 80% with, of the work. You're going to walk away with nothing. So how do you extract the wind out of anything? What's your value? What's your time worth? And there are situations where you should say no when Absolutely. you're being disrespected. I have a whole course on that inside of our, um, our new agent orientation where I go in depth on that because there are times where you should draw the line because people do get a little confused. We yeah. say relationships first. You want more people playing for you than against you. But there comes a time where people are just flat out disrespectful. Yeah, so I don't know when that is. Well, that, that's the entire purpose of building a brand. When you when you start off in real estate, you're gonna have some shitty clients. I mean, you got to yeah. do what you got to do. It's a grind the first two years. Yeah, you're gonna have to put in the work to make it. But um, the entire just to put everyone on the same page here, the entire purpose of building a brand is so that you work with people that one come to you, but they're if they come to you, that means they're also more than likely just like you. Like you you should enjoy. That's what attraction is. Right. You can attract people you don't get along with. It just doesn't work. It's just not by the law of attraction. Like, like that's not the way God wrote the rule. It doesn't work this way. Like I could be me and I'm not going to attract anyone I'm not like because I'm being me. Yep. So like I wouldn't, 
I will repel attorneys or anyone with a suit on, to be honest with you. Like I will repel the shit out of you. You guys aren't my clientele, but I know that and I'm fine with it. Right. Right. But I also get all the dudes, the bros, the chicks um, and all that. Cause that's part of my brand and they all live somewhere and some of them are really rich. So that's fine by me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. No, that, that's hundred percent true. I think you got to find your niche, your group. I mean, that's why whenever we leaned on events and trying to grow our business based off of those activities, we looked at, okay, where is most of our business coming from and what feels most natural to us? Yeah. And we just leaned in on it. Now, I don't necessarily get, I don't gravitate towards like big bikers with a bunch of tattoos, but if they work at the Ford plant and they fit that niche group, they're, they're my guy. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, so it just, it just goes like, what kind of category are you going to market towards? One thing I'll share with you too, how we infiltrate some neighborhoods. And we did this when we first launched our brokerage oh, it was beautiful. right before we stepped out of production. But I think if any agent did this in their market, they would crush. You just yeah. got to do it a couple of times. Um, a local neighborhood, high price point homes, at least for our area, what was it, like five, six hundred thousand, yeah. um, which is solid in any market. Um, we said, hey, we want to do a food truck because they do those pretty often. We did a yeah, taco truck. Um, and we said, you know, we want to do it for your neighbors because we sold a couple houses. One of our past clients was uh, a friend with one of the HOA board members. They led us on to the community page, myself and Ryan. Um, what hmm. we did was we promoted the event said, Hey, taco truck, come here Tuesday, whatever time it was added every member in that, in yeah. that HOA page, added them all on Facebook. So now we, we were going to be removed from that group. Um, so we just captured as many friends as we could in that moment. Cause now we can retarget them. Like we discussed earlier in the, in this episode, but, um, we did the event, blew it out, did some video content around it. And literally everybody came up to us and said, are you guys the new, um, uh, what is it? The, uh, we were the uh, only agents it, in that neighborhood. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive, Are you guys yeah. the exclusive real estate? Just because office? you had a taco truck and you did a video. Yes. And if we would have done that probably one or two, you know, another time after that, we, we would have definitely picked up more business. But fuck, I will tell you the number one thing that I took from, uh, you know, social media marketing, doing those video contents, people think you're a professional. So yes. not only I, is the appointment easier. I was going to, I was going to ask that question. Not only is the uh, appointment easier, you get the listing no matter what. If you fuck up, they're like, you can blame something. And they're like, no, I mean, Ryan, he's, he would never like. I trust Ryan. I trust Ryan. Like that's video and positioning. Say, hey, you know, uh, that buyer wasn't pre-qualified or whatever. We put the offer in on the house. They're like, oh no, it's fine, man. And it's just because they, they feel like you are the professional because of all the content that you've done. Yes. You can't go wrong. No, you're right. Um, I, I was going to say you could probably went into that neighborhood, never sold a house in your life. And they would still thought you're the expert. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. Best $600 we ever spent. Mm -hmm. So if has anyone, there's an idea I thought about doing that. I, I want to do, I just, I, I think a great idea would be to have a junk uh, hauling truck for a neighborhood. Oh, a junk party. I have so much junk that I want to throw out that I can't throw in a regular trash. I know all my neighbors do too. But can you imagine having a, just, just renting a junk truck and having the neighbors pitch in on like the junk truck would probably cost you 2,500 bucks, right? But everybody in the neighborhood, get rid of your junk. I think that would crush it. I think so wow. too. That's yeah. That's actually a really good idea. Can you guys test that? I'm just curious. And then we'll do a follow-up <laughs> show on this. Yeah, we yeah. Should I would try, I'll, I'll get some of my agents. I don't know if they will, um, mm -hmm. because I only have three right now, but, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think that'll crush it. I mean, you know, I, I think getting involved in the community is, is, uh, is an easy play. It makes a bigger impact and it shows that you actually care. 
um, as much as you're promoting your business while doing these activities, you're still doing some bit of good. Yes. Um, whenever me and Ryan first teamed up together, I, I said, dude, we got to do an event and we got to have it not just about real estate. So we partnered up with City Union Mission, the largest nonprofit charity organization in Kansas City. Yeah, I love it. They gave us a bunch of barrels. We put them at our friends that own restaurants and bars. We didn't know them really. We just were friends on Facebook. We hit them up in their DMs. Say, can we drop off a barrel? We wrapped that barrel around with two logos, the, the nonprofit and then our real estate company. And we did a coat drive. Um, and then we did a kickoff event for it, invited everybody, in our, everybody in our database came out to it. Is that um, a bar at one of the bars? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, no great. other pub. It's, it's uh, sporting Kansas city, our football club. Um, it's so, soccer here, but well, yeah, well FC football club. Um, and so we came out there and it was a great event, good turnout. Um, and then we just kept that going that, that, uh, that was a sponsored ad for a year. That marketing RV, campaign yeah. <laughs> lasted for six months. They're like, wow. You guys are you guys are experts at branding and marketing and attention. Um, and it's duplicatable, right? Like as long as you have, I would say this, the only time it doesn't work is when you're doing this in front of a bunch of people you've never met. Is that fair? Yeah, that's very fair. Cause I tried this in Arizona and it kind of fell on deaf ears. Yeah. I didn't have a, I didn't have a sphere of influence. I didn't have a database. I was building one. That's my problem here. Mm -hmm. I don't have a database. I have to do lead gen here, but I'm, you know, the, my whole, my whole business model is very similar to your guys uh, out here is that I just blow up brands and then um, do all the marketing for them. Same thing. Like you guys are teach, giving them a system that you have and they're, they're really, um, it, it's all the same thing. There's you guys, there are so many ways to generate a buzz around your brand. And that's the key is like, you just got to be in front of people. And it's about reminding people what you do versus telling them. Exactly. The people who stay consistent and go in fearless. We have agents that come in first 90 days. They're closing 10 plus homes. Like, what do you think so with the phone calls for sale by fearless. owners too like yeah. they're just crushing like these prospecting type leads as well that's great um all right final question let's get this wrapped up we went a little bit over okay. but this is a really good conversation you guys can get a yeah. lot out of this um what do you prediction with the market what would you be doing right now there's a shift obviously happening i have my my opinion i'd like to get what your guys is what Bro, is I, what do you drop what do you keep what do you do um all that Dude, okay, th this is my take on it. This is always my take. I love it. If you if you are failing to uh, step foot in this market and really take accountability of your daily actions and prospecting, you are probably living in your own internal recession and you have been and for have the past been. five to seven to 10 years. We've been in the greatest economic climate for real estate up to this point, and it's still good because low inventory, prices are still rising. There's still opportunities out there. There's just buzz going around of other sectors getting demolished, crypto, the stock markets. But agents have been in a recession their whole entire career if they haven't been taking action. That's why 87% fail. So I think that if you're putting in uh, these steps that we've talked about in this podcast, if you're, if you're actually implementing to the degree in which you know you should be, you're going to be just fine. The people who are willing to work, it's going to keep working. But to those that are, are just going to keep uh, listening to the narrative of the market's going to crash, whether it crashes or it doesn't, uh, it's still there's people that win in both both climates. So yep. I think um, it, it's all dictated on on you. And what I told Ryan once, he had a slow November. I, I think remember it. I, I got off the phone with him. Or no, we were on the phone call. Was he, was he crying? He kind of, he was really I'm like, dude, this <laughs> market is just going down my buyers and I don't have anything. And there's no just listing. Being, just being a Karen. I, yeah. I get off the phone with him. Well, I just call me back on an offer. And he did say, he said, uh, Ryan, the market's not slow. You're slow. 
And then the agent, she calls and she says, so sorry, I didn't get back with your offer. I had three listing appointments. I've got this buyer I'm shopping. It's just been a hectic day. Called David back and I'm like, shit, dude, you're right. I'm just not doing the necessary things to bring that's the business point. in. So that yeah. that's my take on it. I mean, regardless, I'm pretty committed to this industry. Obviously, we run a brokerage. We got a bunch of agents. We've survived through COVID, um, been in a great market. But at, this, at the end of the day, 87% fail in this business. And why is that? And it's not because of a recession. It's because of their lack of effort. Yeah, consistency is huge. So that's my take on it. Now, obviously, there's headlines going around and it's going to be a little bit uh, more difficult to sell homes whenever interest rates go up, things start to happen. And we'll find out what that's going to look like in a couple months. You got to be a financial so. advisor at this point because a lot of people have $100,000, $200,000 in equity in their current home. It's like, man, people don't have 20K that they're just flipping into another house. They've yeah. got some serious cash. Is it a good idea to buy at a way higher interest rate? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the better idea is to take that HELOC out on your current home, go buy some investment properties. I don't foresee the market taking a huge decline on prices. I just see the buyer market dwindling a little bit, people holding off, stuff like that. But that's what I see. Yeah. You guys will be pretty safe in the Midwest, uh, in KC there. You guys got a good inbound. Um, I'm estimating a 10 to 20% shift here in SoCal. Yeah. Um, and they need it. It went up 40% the last two years. Like, oh, crazy. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. And that, that's, I think you're gonna see the same thing, but a lot of the inbound markets, like the Texas, I think is going to be, they'll see a little shift, but uh, oh, Arizona, yeah. all that, but the demand is still there. Right. So a lot of it's going to be demand and folks just remember you have to correct before you crash. So, um, we, we no one who's saying there's going to be a crash will know right now, but I could tell you once it starts correcting over 10, 15, 20%, then we're crashing. Exactly. Um, so stay to be tuned, to be tuned, stay, stay tuned, uh, to be seen. Um, awesome show guys. Why don't you guys go ahead and tell everybody if you guys, uh, tell them about the event again, one more time in case you guys, if you guys like what we talked about today, come to this event. This is what we're talking about. Uh, the recession proof business model and whatnot. You guys could go ahead and tee it up. Tell them where they could get tickets. Yeah. Uh, we have an event bright link out and a Facebook, uh, event page that's posted. So, um, we'll share that with you guys so you can uh, promote that on this link. Um, but it's going to be in Kansas city at the Stony Creek hotel. It's right next to Bass Pro and independence. We got biggest Bass Pro in the Kansas city area. It's good to check out. Yeah. So, um, going to be an awesome event. I think you guys are going to take a lot from it. It's 10 AM to 4 PM. So it's an all day. Uh, we got some special guests flying in, including Mike, uh, going to be dropping some knowledge. Uh, I guarantee you're going to walk away with a few things you can implement immediately and grow your business. Cool, man. I appreciate you guys and appreciate you for listening to another episode of the Marketing Dude podcast. If you need any help, if you're looking to script, edit, build your personal brand, do anything with video, whether it's coaching, consulting, or you need us to do all the work for you, um, you're not going to find a better or more comprehensive video marketing company because uh, this is all I do, dude. And I did it for 20 years. So call us www.realestatemarketingdude.com. Thank you for listening to the show. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And guess what? I just shot my first 12 short videos, which means I'm going to be on TikTok and I'm going to start blowing that up. I'm going all in on short form content right now. And you can follow me. I only have like seven TikTok followers. So become the eighth, ninth and 10th right now. Um, and you're going to see me grow that page to uh, a large audience this is my goal in the next six months. So 
Appreciate you guys listening. See you guys next week. Have a good day. And don't chase shiny objects. Chase relationships. That's what it's all about. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.